This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Joy 94.9, the music industry show, Sound Museum, with myself, Leo, and Stephanie tonight. Now, Steph, last year we were at the Arias, mm-hmm. and we saw all the winners backstage in the media room, and, stuff, yep. and one of them was Jawa James, one of your favourite singers. It, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't, I didn't, want to tell him just before, but yeah, no, definitely. You were the, um, the artist that I was most excited about seeing well, that night. Well, guess what, Steph? Uh, He's in studio tonight. Jawa James, welcome to Joy. <laughs> hey, thanks. That's a really nice little introduction. Now, this is your first time. Time at Joy. It is, yeah. Now, last year um, at the Arias, um, such, was it your first, I guess, official Arias? Oh, yeah, that's the first yeah. time I've ever done anything like that. So, what was the night like for you? Who did you meet? Oh, lots of people. That was a very overwhelming night for me. I had to do the whole red carpet thing. Which mm-hmm. I'd never done before. Yeah. And that's very confronting for a person like me. Of course. The, yeah. You know the bit where you have to go down and the, there's the photographers and they just all start yelling at you? Yeah, you that's right. I thought I was in trouble and I'm like, what did I do? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> then everybody's trying to talk to you like, hey, come yeah. over here and go over here and go over here. It's a bit surreal. It must be a surreal experience yeah. for you. Yeah, I think it's going to take a bit of practice if I'm ever doing that again. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> we've done the red carpets a few times at the Arias and Logies and stuff. So right. on the other side, but for you guys and, and try Kind of sort of, you know, it's it's like a it's like a mosh pit, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Pretty a rugby scrum. Except, yeah. yeah, except everyone's asking who dressed me. I'm like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Why are you asking me that? Because I did. I always dressed. I dressed I always myself. Dressed myself. <laughs> it would now, be weird if I didn't. <laughs> now you performed on the night. You also yeah. won best pop for less out of five nominations. Must be pretty stoked with that. That was amazing. Mm. I wasn't expecting anything at all. So when people introduce you now, you're an Aria <laughs> Award winner, Joe James. Yeah. You're you're a shy guy. Um, yeah. Going up in school and stuff, and one of your inspirations was um, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Why Stevie? I think it's just because I heard his music <laughs> on the radio one time on some weird station because I grew up in a little country town and at that time like obviously Stevie Wonder wasn't a top 40 radio musician and I think I just heard it and I loved it and I just wanted to hear more so mm. I uh, I think my mother realized that and she started buying me like greatest hits and all that sort of stuff of his music especially his old stuff when he was younger yeah he played a lot of harmonica I thought he was just a genius so when did you realize that you wanted to get into music as a job or was it a gradual process it was a very gradual process I kind of applied myself to making music for a solid 10 years before any of this stuff happened it's like most things you do your apprenticeship and or you you do your study and stuff and mm-hmm. mine was just uh kind of spread out amongst doing everything else in life yeah um like work and everything else and yeah it wasn't until the start of last year that i actually quit my job and started doing this full time and it's not something that i was prepared for in any way it just yeah. happened and i had to do it out of necessity and it's the best thing that's that yeah that's ever happened so, to you because some yeah. of your jobs because you were a social worker for that's right, yeah. a few yeah. years and dealing with, with kids who have got troubles and that's it yeah <laughs> They must have been quite confronting. And as a songwriter, you must have drawn a bit from that for your songwriting. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, not necessarily um, obviously like in my lyrics, but I know that uh, there's a lot of the emotions that are conveyed in certain songs that, that possibly come from the heads, 
headspace that I was in at the time. Because yeah. um, you're right, the kids that I was working with came from quite traumatic backgrounds, and and so I was dealing with human beings that were very hurt. And so I, my music is, I think, quite emotional, um, mm. and maybe that has a lot to do with it. Because you were in a dark place for a while. You had depression, and you're drinking a lot. Yeah. How did you get yourself out of that dark place? Music, man. I just because yeah. I got to that point, I had to look at myself and go like, how what's long can missing? I? How long can I do this for? Like, yeah. what's like, why is this happening? And then I just started writing again, and that, and yeah. then from there, it just it just got me out of it. And when you're born to do something like that, and you stop doing it, it's it really affects your life. Yeah, every aspect of it as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Your debut yeah. single, um, "Do You Remember," was released in January last year, mm. yeah. and just exploded number two in Australia number seven in New Zealand where I come from which is in parts <laughs> of Europe what an amazing song because you know a song's successful when you go on YouTube and there's so many people covering your song <laughs> yeah that's right yeah, it cool. must have been really cool to go on YouTube and see everyone's different interpretations of your song it's really interesting actually do you have a uh, favourite? There's a few, yeah. There's uh, I can't remember the names to the top of my head, but there's mm. a couple. Um, there's some that are like just the, the voices of the people doing it are really beautiful and stuff. And people interpret it in very interesting ways. I yeah. Think. There's people that do like random drum covers of it, and then there's people that sing it. And yeah, and people do dance videos. There's a whole bunch of pole, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of pole dancers. There's like heaps pole of pole dances. dancers. Yes, really? there's heaps. And all my friends think it's funny. My friends think it's funny when they find them. I have this whole big like catalog of all these pole dancers. Pole dancers, yeah. People <laughs> dancing to my song, and it's wow. It's pretty cool. It let's, is cool. Let's play that track, shall we? Yeah. Let's play. This is um, Joe James. Do you remember? You enjoy. Hi, this is Jared James. You're inside the Sound Museum on Joy. Joy 84.9, inside the Sound Museum, your inside guide to the music industry. With myself, Leo, and Steph tonight, that was Jared James. Do you remember a bit of a remix featuring a rapper from the States? Tell us about the rapper. Uh, Rory. Yeah, Rory. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. he's a cool guy. I was working with a producer by the name of Malay, mm-hmm. who you know, he did uh, a lot of work on that Channel Orange album by Frank Ocean. Yeah. Yep. And he used to work with Alicia Keys and a yep. few other really great... John uh, Legend. Uh, wow. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yep. He's someone that I... Uh, music for my album with at some studios in LA and he'd been working with Rory at the same time as he was working with me and uh, he played me some of Rory's music that they were working on and he played Rory some of mine and we both dug each other's music so it was a pretty natural progression to get him on track mm-hmm. and so what was the point for you where you thought this is you know where you quit your job and you could do it full time where were you at that stage I was actually uh, I was on a tour with Angus and Julia Stone yep. uh, in February of last year which it feels like... Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> it would have hurt if it was like the knee, but that's okay. <laughs> it's only the leg. Need to put a little uh, cushion there. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. So I was on tour with Angus and Julia 
they're really really cool people and yeah. they were good enough to put me on a, a whole tour when they went around the country and it was at the end of that tour do you remember it started to get a lot of traction on yeah. online and stuff like that and i just i started getting like these crazy record deal offers from all the labels in america and it, it kind of got pretty hectic there mm. quite fast so um i had to shoot off and go to america and meet with all these people to talk about like what's next yeah possible yep. partnerships with people to work on my music career which mm-hmm. i up to that point i wasn't even sure if i could have so that was it was the end of february that i had to call up my my boss and go i'm real sorry that i can't not give you more back. notice <laughs> yeah but I, i'm not going to be able to come back your debut album last year um 31 yeah anything tighter because you're you lost your dad when you right. were very very young but two yeah. or three yeah and he was only 30 when he passed away yeah 31 so yeah. young yeah he uh he had a pretty crazy lifestyle from what i've been told and yeah, he didn't look after himself too well, and I, I don't really, I never got the chance to meet him. Or but in that album, you got to release it overseas as an EP. You got to release it in parts of Europe and the states. And what's your reaction been like to your overseas fans to your music? Really good. Like it's the kind of thing that that's what blows my mind the most. Mm-hmm. Like it's already beyond my wildest dreams to have any level of success here in Australia. But to play a show in like like in Berlin or in London and have people singing your songs back to you, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And I just did a festival in Tennessee called Bonnaroo, and the same thing happened. Like people were singing my songs. That's like that's the ultimate. There's nothing better than that. And now obviously you've got a new single, right? With Broods. Which we love. Yeah, we, I love that song. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Broods are amazing because you've with them before that's right yeah now um what's been the progression now from 31 to to this single and the new ep that you're releasing yeah so i haven't yet put an album out in america or anywhere else in the world except germany uh because just because there's different timelines because things happen differently so what's happening is i'm i've written i've just kept writing since i put the album out in Mm. september of last year so i've got a whole other half album that i'm i'm changing the way it comes out in america and then all the new songs are coming out as an ep here and then all the songs that were originally on the album that aren't anymore they're coming out as an ep in america so right yep it's just, just I changing just want, where and what yep. yeah and i just wanted everyone to have access to all the songs really. yeah yeah that's what you in studio tonight is jared james and let's play the new song from with broods it's called one thousand times you enjoy <laughs> Hi, this is Jared James. You're listening to Australia's LGBTI radio station, Joy. Joining the 4.9 Sound Museum, the music industry show with myself, Leo, and Steph tonight. That was Broods and Jared James with 1,000 Times. Now, what a cool track that is. Now, that track, um, Georgia actually walked down the aisle last year to that track, to the demo yeah. vocal of that That's track. That's right, yeah. Early this year. Actually. Oh, this yeah. year, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, when you first met Broods, obviously you guys get on really, really well, but what was the first thought of those guys? What was that? Well, I, they put me on a tour with them in Australia last year, and I met them, They would, I rocked up to the venue, I think it was here in Melbourne, the first show, mm. Corner Hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah great venue. Did a couple yep. nights there, and I just remember walking in while they were doing their sound check, and we kind of awkwardly stared at each other while they were singing. And then they came down, and they just gave <laughs> big hugs, and they're the most beautiful people yeah, in the world. Are. And then we went to the zoo together 
here and saw some meerkats and, <laughs> and a really sad monkey that sat there and oh, just wanted so a cuddle and it came oh. up by the window and me and Georgia were like, oh, that's how we bonded for the first yeah. time. Because you guys um, work with, I mean, Broods and yourself work with Joel Little. Which that's is, right, yeah. He's now a Grammy Award and a um, producer and songwriter. Yeah. Um, what's it like working with him in the studio? He's all right. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's well, he's from Auckland <laughs> like me, all right? He's a Kiwi like myself, so yeah. he's pretty cool. No, he's actually, that's kind of a bit of a running joke that we all just act real blase right. about each other. But really, yeah. I have so much respect for that guy. He's helped me out so much. Um, just, um, he's one of the most sought after producers in the world, and yeah. he works with me, and I don't even understand why, but it works out so well. And we've written some really cool music that I'm very proud of together. Um, social media is quite important in this age of music and getting yourself out yeah. there with, with your fans and stuff and I was looking on YouTube and on your socials now um, you're a bit of a Mariah Carey fan yeah <laughs> what's your favourite Mariah Carey song probably Always Be My Baby oh that's yeah. a good song yeah. from Daydream yeah. that's, that's my jam yeah <laughs> so if you could record a song with Mariah or do a duet with her what Ooh. song would you sing I don't know if I could sing any of hers and do them justice we'd probably write a whole new song but you've yeah. got a pretty good range though yeah. you've got a yeah. pretty, it's pretty, not, pretty it's good it's not Mariah Carey range, range though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's ridiculous can't do the whistle tone man. no <laughs> Speaking of whistles, you can actually do um, play music with a five to one note. Yeah, that's my party trick. <laughs> right. And you met um, Elton John in December yeah, last year. That, that was a crazy story. I just I was sitting in my lounge room. I was randomly home and I got a message from a manager saying, hey, Elton John's people just reached out and they're wondering if your album is on vinyl because he's a big vinyl fan, yes. as you know. And it wasn't on vinyl. It still isn't on vinyl yet, but. They got back and said, no, but we're, we're working on it. And then I got another message saying, Elton's actually in Brisbane playing a show tonight and he wants to meet you. Would you like to come down to the show? Oh, of course. I was like, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, let's, definitely. Let's yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I went down to the, the entertainment center and yeah, he brought me backstage and we talked for about half an hour and he was the loveliest man ever and he gave me a shout out on stage and dedicated a song to me and it Aww. was it was actually very very surreal thing he's one of the last of that class of people that are from that era where man you really need to be good at what you do yeah <laughs> now funny Jared, you were um have been supporting broods um this weekend and you played in melbourne last night as well um what's your action been like from your little appearance with georgia and caleb on stage singing um, a thousand <laughs> times it's been really fun actually yeah because yeah. the new nice. EP um, is out Friday 29th of July features five new songs from Jared James including mm-hmm. the new single 1000 Times with Broods mm-hmm. loving that you can pre-order the um, EP online right now and um, follow Jared on Facebook Twitter Instagram for all the updates mm-hmm. Thank you for coming in tonight, John. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Good to see you again. And um, hopefully this year you'll have your beer at the hours. You'll come by and have a chat with us. Yeah, let's do that. And um, <laughs> we'll be backstage in the media room again probably and doing all that media stuff. And yeah. Might win again this year. You never know. Never know. Fingers mm. crossed. <laughs> this Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.